Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. All right, so we're going to change gears almost completely now and focus on a little bit of the politics of our country, uh, specifically on coalition governments and, you know, whether we need to now put regulations in place to help govern coalitions, especially because we see so many of them unravel right before our eyes and it looks so chaotic, right? Um, uh, the, the PAC has been one of the parties that uh, has been leading the charge and calling for regulation, saying that they could help to properly govern coalitions and, of course, bemoaning um, the state of, 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 of coalitions currently. I'll be interested to hear more of their view, especially because in some of these negotiations, the PAC is coming in as what is considered, you know, the smaller parties. They're certainly not part of the uh, top three big parties. And how, how much more difficult does that make negotiating uh, for them uh, in terms of being a player where these coalitions are concerned. Uh, so we'll, we're joined by Mzwanele Nyohonzo, who is the president of the Pan-African Congress. And Tate Mzwanele, good morning to you. Morning, Katie, and morning to your viewers. Well, somebody who's taking the optimistic view, and I must say I, I love how one of his articles around this uh, was phrased. It may it, it may not feel like it, uh, but stormy coalition politics could open the door to stability. That's Dr. Ralph Matera. Dr. Matera, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy, and welcome back. Good morning to your listeners, and good morning to my colleague on the other side of the line. Thank you so much. Like I said, it sounds like, you know, uh, most of us see chaos, but you're saying, well, the chaos might actually be a door uh, to stability, and we'll unpack part of what you mean by that uh, shortly. But, uh, Mr. Mzonele, let me begin with you and give you a chance. Uh, From the point of, from the perspective of the PAC, you think we now need regulation that can help govern coalitions. How do you see that working? Yeah, uh, once more morning to my colleague on the other side. Uh, Kathy, we, we, we had a, an NFE meeting this weekend of the PAC in Zodrak. Now, we were discussing politics, I mean, coalitions in particular. So we resolved that maybe the time has come for the government to regulate coalitions. And uh, we hold the view that uh, it's not, uh, anyway, it's not, it's, not, it's not a crisis to change mayors and speakers. Really, it is happening in Britain. Nobody says British government is in chaos. They change premiers if they feel this one is blundering and so on. But their economy is one of the strongest in the world. So we are saying maybe the time has come for us to regulate coalitions so that we know who is going to take the mayoral change according to, to the regulations and rules. Who is going to take the, the, the mayoral change, the, the speaker, the chief whip, and so on. But coalition is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. We really welcome this, this epoch. In fact, we must be ready that what is happening in the municipalities may be happening next year in the national politics. We may see the president from another party, the deputy from the speaker, and we may change them in six months if, if people are not able to get nothing to do with the, with the 
economy. It has nothing to do, it's not chaotic, but we must just regulate it and understand how are we going to oppose coalitions. Because, yes, it's not easy to get in these coalitions for some of us who are having one or two councillors in this council. But, but we are part of them. We are part of negotiations, and we are, we are making valuable contributions. In fact, never undermine the power of one vote or power of one councillor mm-hmm. because that councillor may change everything in that municipality. G- give, give me an example of um, a, a proposed regulation, right? That that could be that could be implemented. I'm assuming that in this meeting, you also canvassed ideas over yes. how this would practically be implemented. For example, let's say if the the majority party has got has got 30 seats, the majority party must must be able to 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 invite partners and form government, followed by the second biggest. And if that is failing, say, within 90 days, new elections must be called. So, so those are examples to regulate coalitions. Dr. Matera, let me bring you in here. Number one, people, you know, there is a view that we end up with coalition governments because people want everybody to try and work together to try and figure it out. If you regulate that system, are you not taking part of that power away? It, indeed, KSD. Thank you so much. I, I can even sense the frustration with my colleague from the TAC about uh, what type of regulation need to be in place here. I mean, let's even consider this specific example that a party that has got majority ought to be the one that maybe a regulation or a law prescribes that they can form government and therefore they can have a mayor Taking this for as an example, I mean, think about this thing. Coalitions have to be flexible. That's what they should be about. And being flexibility means that uh, you can have some of the leaders coming from a relatively small political party, but being at a vintage point where they can actually take leadership in a way that it works for the people. Remember, at the end of the day, Kathy, it has to be working in the interest of the people. This stability that we are talking about has to be in the interest of the people. So if you now come up with a regulation that says that a, 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 a majority party is the only one that may be allowed to have a mayor, you are taking away that element of uh, flexibility. And I think as you observe yourself there, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a genuine dilemma because you're almost now using the legislation to bring back some kind of form of a permanent majority government in a way and that is not what coalition should be about. And I think what actually frustrates us, Kathy, with coalitions, as, as we are starting with them uh, now, it, 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 it's the challenge we want them to resolve. First of all, we come from a crisis, the backdrop of a crisis at local government. We want coalition government that will speedily make decisions and quickly get things done. In their nature, they don't do that. The process of decision-making in coalition will certainly go through various hands and so forth. So they are longer. Sometimes councils will collapse before taking budget. But but that is part of it, and that should not be seen as just a weak point of the coalition. It should also be seen as saying that those who are in charge of this coalition, if they are in tune with what the voters actually want, that behavior of rapid collapse of government, it can be it can be mitigated by the coalition leaders being in tune with the voters. The missing element in all of this is 
what is the voice of the voters? The voters want to see service delivery. They want to see coalition functioning. But what are we seeing? We're seeing leadership squabbles. This does not mean there is a problem with coalitions. It says there is a problem with the people who are in charge of coalition. So, so how do we respond to it now, Ralph, in anticipation for what could well happen next year if we do see a coalition government needing to be formed at a national level? Because in as much as there is this flexibility, right, to change things as and when, what we have seen is that when there is a new mayor in place, and I remember this clearly, uh, uh, particularly last year when we had that um, that, that that ousting of, of Mpopalaze, who was the then mayor of Johannesburg, when she moved out, her replacement sort of moved in with his own people in the mayoral yeah. office. And their objectives for the city seem to be completely different. Now, is it sustainable to have messaging that is changing over what we actually want to achieve as, let's say, the city of Johannesburg or the city of Etaguini, or we can go to Nelson Mandela Bay as, 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 as one of those examples. I mean, and to be, I'm mentioning a very critical example here about uh, the rotation, mayor coming in and therefore office changing very quickly to a point where uh, the administration comes to a, a, a standstill. Is it a natural occurrence of things? Does that have to do with the system? My answer Katie, is that it's no. It's not a question of the coalition. Whether or not you have a coalition, Katie, you still need to deal with the question of the public service that exists. There is a line between the public service and political office. So that when you change government, it does not necessarily have to quickly translate into uh, what you can call disturbances in, 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 in your administration, in your public service. So we have this coalition going on. We are beginning with this coalition. And I think the challenge is we want coalitions to be everything, to solve everything. They cannot solve everything, Kathy. They can provide a system of partiality through which the negotiations, through which the processes uh, that are engaged in, through which policy goes through various, various terms and iterations. But I think one most important thing that we still have to address, whether or not we even have coalitions, is the question of the public service. The question that, why is it that when the new minister comes in, when the new mayor comes in, everybody goes below the city manager and everybody else? And I think this is a policy issue, Katie, because I remember in my conversation, my discussion with SALGA, South African Local Government Association, they were saying they wanted to build a stable public service within local government, the one that can withstand some of the shift in political leadership. And I believe that is still what the motives are. They want to try to get that. This is a clear, I think, indication that it's not a problem of coalition here, Kathy. It's a problem of our political culture. It's a problem as to whether we even follow Public Finance Management Act, mm. which we don't, Kathy. Mzanele, I want to bring you back in here uh, and perhaps give you an opportunity to reflect on um, on what uh, Ralph has said. But I think also add to that what you see as the biggest risk if the space of coalition governments is not regulated. What's the worst case scenario in your view? Yeah, the problem, remember, Katie, first thing at the bottom of all these coalitions, is the service delivery. And, and, and the reason there must be a stable government 
it's because services must be taken to our people. Now, now, if we don't regulate them, we are going to have a problem. Remember, if the PAC can get a mayoral chain tomorrow in Nelson Mandela Bay in Kadeha, I have someone in mind who can be a good city manager. Now, once, once they, 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 they form government, first thing they do is to fight about who must become the municipal manager. And, and, and from there, it's in and out of courts and motions of no confidence against each other. And then the service delivery is not taken serious. Uh, people on that specific municipality are, 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 are suffering. So that's why I was saying, yes, we, 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 do, we were not saying it must not be flexible. Uh, it must be flexible, but, but the truth is it must be regulated. Because we look, which I, I was in Zobek last week to witness, the, the, the new mayor, Guamanda. Uh, and, and two days later, the DA is bringing something against the mayor because they have an opportunity. They, they, they see a loophole if, that they can exploit to remove that mayor and get something else soon. So, so, so because they are not regulated, it means we will do this until the five-year five year term. Now, what about service delivery? So, so we really feel regulating them is, only, is the only way. But the focus must be the service delivery. And, 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 and if we can say, if you come, don't bring your own people, don't bring your own uh, administrators, because the truth is, it's, it's, it's officials who are doing all the job for politicians. But we change officials, we change administration, and that leads to chaos. Is the regulation of coalition governments the answer to some of the chaos that we are seeing. That's the conversation that we're having this hour. On the line is Mzwanele Nyonso. He is the president of the Pan-Africanist Congress. Dr. Ralph Mateja is a political analyst. We'll continue the conversation in a moment. I also see some of you already contributing to uh, what has come out of it so far. If you come up with regulations, who must set those regulations? Who must come up with those regulations, right? And there's a reason why I'm asking this question. I'll tell you why. It's 11.30. Time for the latest headlines. Mpo, good morning. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're leading the conversation on SAFM. Mzwanele um, Nyonso, he's with the PAC, and Dr. Ralph Matera, political analyst, are my guests for this hour. So, Dr. who who must make up these regulations? I, I think the Minister of Culture <laughs> must bring them to Parliament. <laughs> must bring them to Parliament. That means no. Parliament must, must do the direction. You know why that won't work? <laughs> Because okay. and, and uh, you know I'm not a, I'm not a scholar. Doctor Matera is. I'll hear his view in a moment. But okay. on my layman's understanding of just what has happened um, in our country, yeah. is mm-hmm. that we have actually seen departments of Cocta uh, at a provincial yeah. level be themselves taken to court for interfering in coalition governments and wanting to enter a space that they, quite frankly, should not have been playing in um, because there is, of course, that separation. So so if you have had, let's say, the Gauteng Cocta Department taken to court for interference in issues in the city of Tswane, 
what makes you think that the minister of Cocta would be the appropriate person to lead such a process? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not really saying he will be an appropriate person, but mm. national parliament can bring uh, regulations. Remember, we understand the ministers or, or, or MECs from different uh, provincial legislatures are coming also from political parties, and they are taken to court, as you are saying. And in fact, for especially uh, 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 the MECs for local government, when they see that particular municipality is not favoring their uh, political party, they, they interfere with this section, your section, your, 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 your administrative and so on, trying try, try to bring chaos to the municipalities. That's what they have been. Anyway, I spend a lot of time being a councillor in one of the municipalities, and the ministers then were trying to interfere. So, but, but national parliament, because if they are bringing this and they are going to the law, it's also going to be taken to, to, to the public participation, and people will come up with their ideas before it is adopted into law. So that, that's, uh, unfortunately, that's the only thing that can come up with, even if it is not credible. But national parliament, mm. through the public participation and people out there, can, can, can be at that space. But not necessarily the provincial legislators or MECs. No, it's, it, it can never work. Mm. Even right now, we see the interference of, of Eastern Cape MEC in Kabecha trying to bring a lot of things, trying to bring Section 12, trying to bring all these sections just to render the municipality useless because it is under DA. And that's what DA would do in Cape Town in municipalities under ANC. All right. And that's what ANC would do in in, 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 Kadeka, in, in, in Fuane if the municipality is under DA. So, yes, that's the chaos we're talking about. So, 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 so Ralph... Obviously, if you're wanting to bring in new legislation, it has to go through Parliament, right? That's the obvious uh, point, and, and, and I'm not ignoring that. But if we even look at the amendments to the Electoral Act and how that process has gone through Parliament and the criticism that has been um, leveled against it, this, again, would be something that affects how political power effectively is, is structured um, not just nationally, but also provincially, is would the, the COCTA, Parliament, would they come up with the, an answer that would satisfy everybody? I don't think so, Katie. And, and I think for Mr. Nyonso, I, I, I think Mr. Nyonso need to consider his proposal very carefully because, first of all, this is, is going to be an ANC-dominated COCTA and I find it very difficult because we have a practical experience of the ANC as a party that has been the most dominant. So it's highly mm. unlikely that the party will, will, will favor yeah, stronger uh, protection of coalitions. Uh, uh, and they're more likely, the ANC is still most dominant, they will favor most likely any legislation that actually says if you have a higher number, you 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 are the one that has got a best shot at the mayor or, or you, you need to be preferred. So I, don't, I just don't see that working for smaller parties. I don't see how a regulation coming through the current channel through which legislation comes through. We've seen, Katie, as you point out, to the electoral amendment bill where parliament has reluctantly processed the bill which was put upon parliament by the court, actually, by saying the electoral law was unconstitutional. So the work that was done has raised a lot of criticisms. I think that 
when it comes when it comes to the coalition, I'm very much wary that we should quickly move to 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 regulation. And Mr. Jones, I fully understand that, and I empathise with the with the frustrations about the coalitions. I mean, in coalitions, you've got this system where Kathy, uh, everybody wants wants to be in charge, and no one wants to take responsibility. It, it, it's quite difficult. But our political culture will change as well because I do think that Kathy. One thing that we also need to confront is our political culture. Are, are we having that political culture? Have we shown that political culture where we we, we believe in co-governance, we believe in, in sharing of the power, and so forth? And and when we come into confrontation with coalitions, our criticisms on coalitions when we run into difficulties might bear those deep suspicion where we just want to see someone in charge. Remember, Kathy, South Africa... Uh, for the last hundred years, you've always known who is in charge. You've always known that question. It, it, it was the British Crown at some point, 1910. You knew the British monarch were making decisions, apartheid government. You knew. But now, in a democratic system where power is decentralizing, power is devolving to the people, to the local, there, there's still an element of anxiety among us where we are uncomfortable with the sense of you've been told you are in charge also. You've been told that power sexually proximate is closer to you. And I don't think the criticism towards coalition is not just on the functionality. I do understand there's been there's been quite horrendous experience, but I do have a suspicion as well that deep down this thing, we are still not comfortable with this idea of power sharing and power being shared among us and having collective responsibility instead of pointing in one place. Would it help, um, just going back to your earlier point, Ralph, on focusing on the public service and how that is constituted and the fact that we need a functional administrative uh, you know, service that is almost um, not as vulnerable to the political chaos that we see at the very high level and and also turning our attention to policy issues would that help if 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 political parties focused on getting change there and perhaps getting more concrete um policies if, if that's what is needed in place as a response to this chaos of people moving in and out of positions, there being no continuity, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm excluding now um, some of the positions that um, Zwanele has spoken about. So not the speaker, not the mayor, not those positions that we know and we see people fighting for. I mean, Kathy, the irony is that if we got our public service right, the point where public service as, an, as, a, as a sector stand on its own. Uh, it is professionalized across local government, across those all these three spheres of government. You've got a professionalized public service whereby the position of the director general does not change based on relationship or maybe direct relationship with, 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 with the minister. People don't go around and hop around with their ministers, but people stay at, 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 at the department, which is what our system is actually designed to be. But unfortunately, we have not seen that. If we have had that stable public service, you and I will not be needing this, this coalition desperately. The problem is that, Katie, once you need the coalition as desperately as you do, you are actually trying to avoid other bigger problems because your other bigger problems in the, amidst the coalition, amidst the failing political pro- uh, uh, crisis. 
your other bigger problem is, or the symptoms of your problem is those is, is that public service that you need to be talking about. We will not be worried about who is the mayor if uh, the city manager was the same maybe for the last six years or for a full term and knows the history and has been performing well and everything. Nobody would actually mind, but we mind a lot because we know exactly that when the mayor changes today, tomorrow, this thing reverberates almost maybe even some will will say to the level of the people at the cleaning staff. It's it's an incredible problem, really, and we've seen we've seen it play out in our local politics. I want to take some of the voice notes that our listeners are sending on this issue. Auskethi and your guest there. Auskethi, you see, um, one thing we don't talk about is the involvement of regional leaders, you know, in these councils. Look, Auskethi, I'm I'm I'm. I'm telling you, Auskethi, um, regional leaders um, are the people who are making these municipalities dysfunctional. You find that, um, I mean, caucus take tune from these regional leaders, you know. And uh, you have an MM there, really, who's just there, and um, he needs to, 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 to be on the same page with these um, regional leaders. And the mayor as well you know um he needs to speak sense you know to the mm to to be on the same agenda so really if we are not going to fix you know the involvement of um regional leaders good morning KD. my goodness it's good to hear your voice again for me this coalition um regulation or bill I think we need experts. Political parties must stay away from it. And as much as I would like the residents to get involved, but we know some of these residents, they are part of the shenanigans and the chaotic scenes that we see in municipalities. So we can't have that. So we need really uh, experts when it comes to projects that will lead to service delivery. And there must be continuity outskate. We can't have a mayor being on a chair for for a month now they've reduced it it's no longer even a month it's less than a month and then they come with their people and all of a sudden the motion of no confidence it's done on them and they move out and the new mayor comes with new people and there's no continuity we can't have that but somebody's got to regulate so uh, ralph where is the opportunity that that you talk about that this chaos might be an opportunity to stability? Okay, first of all, we haven't been here this long. I mean, people always point to South Africa having had coalitions in the Western Cape that have worked. They have ended in a takeover. So South Africa does not have any experience of uh, a, a functional coalition where you can say posturing has been nearly on a permanent basis, but not some kind of part of readjustment of political base to create or maybe bring back a kind of a majority approach. So we have not been here this long, Katie. I think it is too hasty of us to be thinking about the the regulation at this point. I think we should focus much on the personnel. I think voters should hold uh, their leaders to to account on what they're doing around those coalitions because at times I just see it as just a power change, which there's no reflection on... uh, 
impact on the voters and, and so forth. It's about the leaders just exchanging power, hoping from one coalition to another, not necessarily, not really considering the implications for, for their constituents. So I think those are basic questions that I think we are not attending to fully. Just accountability of those who are doing this to their own constituents. And we should trust as well that voters are watching while all this is happening. I don't think... Uh, it should depend on a very strong legislation that might end up even removing the voice of the voters in all of this. So what does that mean? Mzonele, is it back to the drawing board for the PAC? How do you plan on canvassing support for this idea? No, we have to, we have to canvass it within our other political parties. You see, Katie, look, one of your callers raised a very important point of regional leaders interfering in municipalities. Now, that's why part of regulations, we must we must employ section 56, 57 managers, your directors, MM or whether you call him MM or city manager, must be, must be permanently employed. Now, for, for now, you find councillors who do not even know the mayor, or, or sorry, the, the MM. Now, they sit a caucus at night Get instructions from a regional manager, manage, from a regional leader, that tomorrow go to council and remove your city manager. And they get inside the, the council, remove the city manager with PhD in administration. But councillors tell you that, no, you know nothing, because the fact they've been told in the caucus. They just come and remove the, the administrator. Now, now, that brings chaos. That's why everything must be regulated, including how you employ Section 56, 57 managers. You must have them as full-time employees so that whoever comes and becomes a mayor must work with the, with the current city manager because he is employed here permanently. That would eliminate chaos. Right. So we must, we, we must, we must uh, canvass other political parties. I've seen almost all of them that are talking about regulating all these things. Uh, 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 coalitions. I've, I've heard General Olomisa raising it. I've also heard ANC also talking about it. At the end of the day, these things are going to be regulated. All right. Mzone Lenyonso, the President of the Pan-Africanist Congress, thank you for your time this morning. Dr. Ralph Mateja, political analyst, thank you for your contribution uh, to the conversation. Sounds to me that it'll require a lot of work uh, before we actually get to the point of regulating. And is it even what we want? Is it the easy way out? to the hard work, the slogging of actually having to get people to work together, to work together to agree on something and and stick with it, right? Not just agree, but stick with it at least long enough for five years. Is that too long? Maybe three years? Um, is that a, a more realistic target for our coalitions? I don't know when you look at uh, how things have unfolded. That's where we come to the end of the talking point for this Tuesday. We're back with you again tomorrow, bright and early 9 o'clock. Coming up at midday is the update at noon. For now, we leave you with the book reading and we continue with I Am a Man, written and narrated by Dr. Jerry Mufukeng Wamaketa.